Building an online business is more than branding, content, and sales. It's what happens behind the scenes during the highs and lows that make or break your business. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, and this is The Kim Doyle Show. I'll be sharing my own journey of 10 plus years growing an online business, as well as talking to entrepreneurs who are on the ground, creating, building, and showing up every day. Remember, do business as only you can do. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Kim Doyle Show. A long time, no talk. Oh my goodness. 2019 is off to a fantastic, albeit busy start. And I'm, I've got a jam-packed episode for you guys today. So I'm going to jump in. It's definitely, well, we'll see. You know, I talk a little bit quickly, but it's a good hour. So get comfy, get some tea, get some coffee, or an adult beverage of your choice. Um, and I'm going to apologize in advance. I took the dogs for mid-afternoon walk. It's super windy. Feel a little congested all of a sudden, but I'm really anxious to get this episode out to you. So we are going to proceed. Today's episode is episode 28, and it is titled Troy Dean Mavericks Club and My Week in Santa Monica. So last week was one of those amazing weeks that leaves you both excited and exhausted. (laughs) Okay, I wasn't exactly exhausted, but the activity in my brain was on high speed most of the week, which leaves you needing a little white space to bring it back to a manageable pace. I don't know about you guys. But events, you know, they fuel you, but it's so easy to just, I don't know, you you get pumped, you get amped, your brain gets going, and it takes a couple days to recuperate. I don't, I didn't feel that with this. And it's funny, I was looking back and thinking to the last event I went to, which was Funnel Hacking Live a year ago, almost at this time. And it's funny because at the time of this recording, everyone is on their way to Funnel Hacking Live 2019 in Nashville. Um, But I knew after last year, I wasn't going to go. And not because it wasn't a good event. I think my speed, (laughs) my jam, (laughs) I've used that word so many times you guys lately, I don't know where it's come from. But my jam is way more of an intimate setting, you know, maybe 500 to 1000 on the smaller big event side of things. I know oxymoron. But really, I like a smaller, more intimate event where you dig in, you know, you get training, you do some work, and you really solidify those relationships. And that's not to say I won't go to a big event again, but these are more my speed. (laughs) Maybe I'm just getting old. Um, But I spent last week in Santa Monica, California with Troy Dean and some of his team for his Mavericks Club event, as well as the one-day event which was on the tail end Saturday for WP Elevation that happened. So the first, the three days prior was Mavericks. And if you haven't heard of Mavericks club yet, don't worry. It's been a little bit on the down low, I believe uh, over the last year, but I told Troy I was going to pimp it everywhere because I was so blown away. So I can promise you this will not be the first time you're hearing or the last time. Well, it is the first time, but not the last time. Uh, And I'm going to clarify this to you and tell you that no, I'm not getting paid to promote this or share it. Troy invited me, I don't know, a couple months ago or a month out or something um, and asked me if I would want to present the content creators planner and the strategy to use the planner to his Mavericks club and help them with a content strategy. First of all, this got me giddy because it's, it was so clarifying to me that people need help with content strategy. Not that this was news, but it was validation, right? And that's why we, we created it. So needless to say, I was super honored to be asked and was not about to say no. And I will give you this little caveat that, you know, we've been just not scrambling, but testing printers. So I'll give you an update on that as well, but managed to get 25 to bring with me. Um, So I'm going to do my best to break the week down for you, how each day was structured, what we did, and all my takeaways. There was a ton of information. So I don't doubt that I'm going to miss something, but I'm pretty sure I can do right by Troy and his team. So what's up, Simon and Max, by the way, Simon Kelly, Max, I feel like a dill hole. I don't have your last name. Max was the man behind the camera who also does video stuff. So those guys are fantastic. Um, so I'm going to share everything I can. And I know, as I was going through this post, I do have something out of order in terms of the days presented, but it's still going to flow for you guys. So 
A suggestion for listening and consuming this episode is listen through once, then maybe listen again with pen and paper. And no, that's not to get you to listen to it twice. Or listen the first time with pen and paper or however you take notes. Look at the parallels in your business and where you can make adjustments. And I will try to give you examples of how I'm doing it and and my sort of aha moments that I could see, um, oh, this equates to this in my business, right? Um, And then take action on one item, one takeaway from this episode, you guys just go implement it. Even if if it's just uh, planning or, you know, doing some outline or something, take some action. So the theme for this event, and (laughs) let me back up. The theme for this event was called Predictable Product. And I was thinking as I was doing this, that I'm going to ask Troy if he wants to do a full episode behind the scenes, so to speak, of what goes into putting something like this on, how they planned it, how they decided on the theme. Now, obviously, I'm not privy to what's going on in Maverick, so it may have made been obvious or made more sense. But I thought it might be kind of cool to do that. So stay tuned for that. I'm sure he'll be game. I don't know when. He's super busy. But I think that will give you uh, even more of a foundation as to what I'm sharing with you today. So the last thing I wanted to share with you before we get into the event itself is that I want to share why I'm doing this in-depth post and podcast. So yes, everything is content, right? Um, but that, but that's not why. And there's no affiliate links. There's nothing I'm selling from this. Uh, but I'm sharing this because I am approaching my 11th year in business in this crazy online marketing space. And much like you guys, which you don't have to be in 11 years to see this, but I've seen my fair share of things, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I've had a handful of different mentors over the years, maybe for different subjects. And I'm not talking, I should clarify this too, is that I'm not talking about a course creator, right? For a product and there's, you know, the influence or the guru, whatever you want to call them. I'm not talking about the purpose who's re- the person who's running the course. I'm talking about somebody I specifically hired to coach me or be in a mastermind. <clears throat> so I've, I've had a handful of different mentors, all who served a purpose at one time or another, but this was by far the most valuable, well-executed, solid experience I've had to date. And as I say that, the other caveat, and I, I think I wasn't considering him because it wasn't, you know, sort of a broad business coach, but it was Jason Hornung uh, when I went through his Done With You Facebook ad training. That was phenomenal too. But you guys know I spent a couple years in a mastermind. And if you didn't know that, there's plenty of episodes in the past talking about that. But I straight up told Troy on Thursday evening at dinner that this blew that out of the water. I had amazing experiences with that mastermind. I've developed some fantastic friendships and it really shifted my mindset in so many different ways. However, after attending the Mavericks Club event, I realized how much was missing. And I think, I don't know, you guys, that's really life, isn't it? That's how we learn. So this isn't about, you know, regrets or judgment on how something is done, because I truly believe most people are out to do the right thing, right? And I'm not here to get into that discussion, but I think most people are doing things hoping to do their best. But when you know better, you do better. And I I really believe that more than anything, people will jump into coaching, mentoring, masterminds, meaning running and offering them before they have enough real solid business experience behind them to support what they're offering. I hope that makes sense. So I'm hoping to shed some light on mentorship and masterminds in a way that allows you to shift your expectations for deliverables and the overall experience. Because truly, this event has set the bar high for me, both in where I invest my money and probably more importantly, what I deliver for people who invest with me. So the pre-event part of this, like I was saying, the event started, or maybe I didn't say this earlier (laughs) The event started on Wednesday. And depending on when you're listening to this, this it was the second week in February. 
I drove down Monday afternoon so Troy and I could record an in-person video podcast on Tuesday. I did that. It's about a five-hour drive, but I knew that if I drove down Tuesday, I'd feel tired and grimy from the drive. So I wanted to be all fresh. And please tell me I'm not the only one. Any road trips, right, or flying, it's like you just want to go shower and put clean stuff on. Um, I headed over midday to the Airbnb where Airbnb, where the guys were staying, and I was pretty dang impressed with their video setup. And you know, the funny thing is, I don't know why I was surprised. If you've ever watched their live streams or podcasts, you'll know that they've gone all in with their production quality, right? So they are upping the game with making things as high quality as possible. So this was no exception. And I was floored at the amount of equipment they had to travel with from Australia. Excuse me. So Facebook, unfortunately, was not cooperating. So we were not able to do it live, but it was a pretty jam-packed interview. I mean, there's nothing like having a conversation with a good friend to put you at ease. The cool thing is that I found myself easily sharing things that I may not have shared a year ago, which speaks volumes. Did I say volumes? Yes. Which speaks volume. Yeah, it is volumes. You ever say something, read something that sounds weird when it comes out of your mouth? Anyways, (laughs) says a lot about Troy's ability to conduct an interview as well as my own personal growth. So that was, that was a win. It was a great afternoon had a great time. They had to go set up for the event. I went and got to hang out with my kiddo that night. Uh, Wednesday was day one of the event. And let me tell you guys, nothing like making an entrance by walking in late to a room full of people you don't know. (laughs) So like I mentioned above, my daughter literally lives about 20 miles from Santa Monica, but it took me over two hours to get there because of traffic. Needless to say, Southern California has been crossed off the list of potential places to move to in the next year um, or ever. I mean, never say never. And truth be told, it was never on the list. I'm thinking out of California for a little bit. But um, it's just crazy. It's I never, Bay Area traffic is bad. I did not expect that in Southern California. Well, I did expect it, but not to that degree. All right, let's move on from the traffic report. The morning kicked off with Troy going over the plans and agenda for the event. And I'm assuming there were probably some hellos and introductions that I missed. I was excited when I walked in to see someone I knew. So what's up, Christina Hawkins? Uh, We have connected a few years back. She's a coach for WP Elevation. And so I hung out. I parked myself next to Christina and we got to connect in person. And then once I got my frazzled self situated (laughs) with a nice fresh cup of black coffee, I was ready to absorb it all. Before we get into the content, and little uh, disclaimer here, I should say, is that I am going to be have to. I am going to be have to be you like that. I am going to be somewhat cryptic because it's proprietary information that isn't mine to share. But I will do as much as I can to give you a good idea of what was going on. Uh, but I wanted to talk about the event space and the general setup of things. Now, let me just state, when I was at a mastermind, we'd go to, you know, the events and it's usually, you know, like a um, meeting space at a hotel. You've got anywhere from, I don't know, 10 to 20 people there. We usually did like a U setup, which is fine. This was set up with round tables. Maybe it was more people. Um, But there was something about the way it was set up that the flow was really good. And so the first thing I noticed when I walked into the room was the setup, the branding materials and layout of the room were done in a very strategic manner. I was talking to Troy about this, and and I was telling him I was impressed, and he shared a little bit of his strategy with me, which was fascinating. It wasn't done like, okay, we'll have the screen here, and we'll put, you know, the collateral here, here, and here, because it looked good. That was not the point. There were banners on either side of the screen, and when I'm referring to banners, I'm talking about the tall banners, you know, that are probably, I don't know, six feet tall. I don't know, five and a half feet tall. They're tall, narrow, I guess, three feet wide, maybe, um, on either side of the screen, like I said, and the screen was huge. So that was really helpful. And then on either side of the banners, there were like foam board posters, right? So they were hard sitting on easels and it was spaced out in a way that made a larger space feel more intimate, the whole setup of the room because the room was used for the WP Elevation event on Saturday, which held 50 people, whereas the Mavericks event was a little over 20 people. So right outside of the room was a registration table, 
with workbooks and land and lanyards, which you guys, <clears throat> you know me, I love swag. <laughs> um, not that I'm going to wear a lanyard around, but I love, I love, that's funny. I feel like a big dork, but I like the cohesiveness of all of that, right? That just, it raises the bar a little bit and everything was done with the Mavericks branding and theme. I mean, the posters, the banners, the slide decks, my slide decks, I use their master slide, all of it. So the first day, the training, um, the training started out by going over the Mavericks model and the Mavericks scorecard. They're both included in the workbook. The workbook, by the way, was done really, really nicely. It's super polished and professional. Um, I'm assuming the members of Mavericks have seen this before, but they were new to me. And again, there's a (laughs) not very helpful blurred out image in the post. Um, Again, just because it's not mine to share, but I I wanted to include the images so you could see the, um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? I'm totally drawing a blank, but how professionally well this was thought out and done and planned, right? Um, But the three core areas of the Maverick model are profit, elevate and grow. And it might, they might say them in a different order, grow, elevate, profit. I'm not sure. I apologize, Troy, (laughs) if I'm spacing on this. But in looking at this model, each of those three areas is supported by specific elements. Then they have intersecting areas that define a core piece of their model. And so they're all circles, right? You know, how when you overlay a circle, there's that intersecting sweet spot right in between. So it was just fantastic because that really set the tone for the entire event. From there, you would move on to the Maverick scorecard, which I didn't actually include an image of the post was getting crowded. Um, But the scorecard allows you to look at the elements on the wheel that were all included on the Maverick model. You rate yourself and you see where you stand after rating yourself. And the goal of the scorecard isn't that every level be at a 10 it's to make sure your wheel is even. It was a, it's a circular um, scorecard, right? And if it's not, it's, it's kind of like you think about a crooked wheel <laughs> is not going to ro- roll smoothly. So the point of it is to look at where you're at in your business and are some things getting more attention than they need and are other things not getting enough attention. So you can't really grow or elevate, right? You can't grow your business if you have, if everything is lopsided and I'm hoping this is making sense. Um, but it was a great visual to set the tone for the event. So, uh, and, and I will tell you this, you guys, I promise I'm not going to go into detail with everything in the workbook, but I'd like to focus on some of the highlights, but these two pages truly set up the event. It, it really built this foundation and he went into much more detail, but the rest of day one training was standardizing your business, get rich in the niche, and I'm going to rhyme it. So if you say niche, I'm sorry. The Hollywood Blockbuster and Film School 101. The workbook supported the training in each of these categories. So as they presented the training, we had work to do in the workbooks. We would do the work and then have a discussion and sharing on what we did, as well as questions that would come up for clarity on one specific element, right? Because they were recording the event, they had a mic they passed around to everyone who shared or was speaking, right? And so you guys have probably seen these at other events. It's like a um, the standard or the typical you see is a cube with a mic and it's a soft cube, which probably makes it way easier for event coordinators to run that dialogue, right? Or t- to keep that stuff flowing, as opposed to having a mic runner where you've got to run a mic because you can toss it. Anyways, I apparently those were on back order. So there, this was a ball. So we would toss it around. Uh, the standardizing your business was then broken down into five main areas. And I believe they call them, I think Troy says levers, I would say levers. But we took the five levers and drilled down deeper. Okay, so again, coming back to the rest of day one training, there were four other elements. One element we drilled down in five main areas. And all of these were supporting the predictable product, creation of the predictable product, right? Which was to grow, uh, to create something that that adds recurring revenue to your business, right? So I think that probably gives you an idea of the depth of training 
And then we would repeat it, right, for the other three topics for day one. So you really get an idea of how much was involved in this. The training was taught by both Troy and Simon Kelly. Simon um, is his cohort on the Silence is Golden podcast. So you've probably seen him if you, if you watch that. Um, and then one of the Mavericks, uh, Greg Corhan. Corin? Corhan. I apologize, Greg, if I pronounced your name wrong taught the Hollywood blockbuster in film 101. He's actually a filmmaker. And he's the other person I was saying that doesn't run an agency. And let me just clarify again, you guys, these three days, none of it was agent agency specific. So regardless, maybe you've got an Etsy store, maybe you are, you know, I don't know, maybe I was gonna say a funnel expert, I was trying to think of something else. Um, I was thinking of my friend, friend Lorraine, maybe you have a she's got a brand new business with handmade knit knitting. I can't talk today. She's knitting slippers and super beautiful slippers and just did some baby products. So it does, it truly doesn't matter what your business model is. Okay. This is going to apply across the board. Greg was also kind enough, kind enough to give, give us for the love you guys. I'm so sorry about tripping over all my words. Maybe I'm still a little more tired than I thought. He gave us a copy of his book. Don't sell me. Tell me. Thank you, Greg. Um, and yes, we've already talked about doing a podcast. The cool thing and I believe it was right before Greg presented, but Troy also brought up a piece of the brand story by Donald Miller. It is a fantastic book, so worth going through. And the funny thing is, you guys, I was listening to it again on my way down there. And so I've listened to the full book. And while I was down there, I'm like, I have to actually get the book because there's specific exercises that I would forget just with the audio. Um, so Troy touched on that. And then Greg went over the Hollywood 101 and film the Hollywood blockbuster, I should say, and film school 101. The cool thing with the Hollywood blockbuster, Greg gave us a framework <laughs> for uh, a handful of things, but you can use, I was specifically thinking ad copy or a sales page, but you can apply it to a podcast, to content. It It was just it was gold. So that was that was super appreciative. Uh, the Film School 101, he talked about equipment. So that was great. The day ended with a summary of the training and a quick overview of the next day. <laughs> Sorry if you heard that kerplop. That was water. Um, so my takeaways and thoughts on day one. First and foremost, I need to standardize my business. Processes, templates, and frameworks. And I think what excited me most about that is that having pivoted to this new direction from the WordPress chick, you know, a year ago, it's great because I'm not having to go back. I get to create solid frameworks moving forward. So that was really exciting. I also got massive clarity on a few things. First of all, I'm going to drill deeper. Let me give you an example of what I mean. So in the content creators planner, there's a few pages to help you map out what you're going to create. One of those pages is monthly campaigns. So I had had a uh, conversation Jody and I were talking about, you know, as February winds down, we've got the masterclass coming out, the, the all the print run will be done, it's shipping, all that good stuff. Promotion piece, right? So we can take that and there are four boxes on that page. So from there, we're going to create a series of four live streams. And I would like to then say, okay, because there's four quadrants, right? Four boxes, and there's calls to action specifically, that'll help you map your content. But within that, can we create a framework for each of those pieces, how to decide what so it was, it just got me really excited. And keeping things simple, I want to continue to simplify my business. One of the days, um, maybe it was day two, but we were helping each other and kind of looking at stuff. We did a couple like group exercises or we'd, we would break up and I didn't include this in the written post, but it was kind of fun. We did an exercise and then Troy handed out like three by five cards and the three by five cards had a like fictitious business on it. One afternoon I got a solar company and then the other afternoon our group got an audio video company. And so we had to create something 
for that company that we had just been working on. So that was pretty cool. But I was talking with Nevin. What's up, Nevin? Not that he's going to listen to this, but, and, and he was saying, oh, you know, we were looking at stuff and I had, I had been mapping out the signature content course I'm doing. And he started saying, you know, oh, you know, you could then do a done for you and you could start providing content for people. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> you guys, I'm so clear. I'm like, I don't want to create content for people. I want to create my own content. I like courses. I, I mean, I'm super clear. We've got a physical product. We have plans for product to support that. I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> I just, it, it felt really good to not get excited by possibility because it's really easy to do that in this space, right? And then from that clarity, it's just time to put a solid plan in place, which I have included another teasing, (laughs) blurred out picture, I apologize, um, in the post that I refused to write on because I wanted to do colored pens at home, but I drew it out uh, while I was sitting there. So um, the execution was run like a well-oiled machine. It was fantastic. Everything had a time limit. They stuck to the schedule and they kept things moving. Bonus is they also did a great job of making sure coffee, tea, and water were fully snocked. Snocked? Is that what I just said? Stocked? Wow. Anyways, lunch and snacks were brought in. So the food was great and was intentionally kept on the lighter side so people wouldn't feel sleepy after lunch. I would say the only... I don't know. The food was all great, but we had the same thing each day. Mixing it up might be bonus, but you know what? As someone who I actually helped the mastermind that I was in a few years back, I helped them coordinate those events. It's kind of, it's, there's so much that goes into it. So I also see um, the value for them in keeping it simple, but it would have been nice to mix it up. Maybe just one day. Um, So they were awesome with that. So that was day one. I was fried. (laughs) I was like, I'm going home. Uh, Wednesday. So day two was Thursday. This was game on because this was the day I got to speak. Very excited. Fortunately, the morning traffic wasn't as bad. I knew you guys would be curious. Uh, So I ended up getting there early, which always works for me. I would, as long as I can get to a restroom because I drink so much water, coffee, all that good stuff. Um, As long as I can get to a restroom, I'm good. And the... So I got there and it was, I had a couple boxes of the planner, but it was also pouring rain and the event room, you had to cross like a little courtyard. If you weren't staying in the hotel, you had to cross like this little courtyard. So I asked the bell guy to come and get the boxes for me because I had to carry an umbrella and my laptop and all that stuff. So when in doubt, ask for help. Uh, Troy kicked the day off with a recap, some open discussion and asking for shares and takeaways from the previous day. And, you know, one of my favorite, I I think one of my favorite parts of that is that you, you know, at any event, people start warming up as the event continues, right? So people tend to be a little bit hesitant to, to open up or to say something. But truly, once more people start sharing, and, and, you find value in what they're saying and maybe even can contribute because Troy is not like we're teaching. Nobody else may contribute. It's not like that. But if you can contribute some value, um, it, it, it just brings the group that much closer together. So my session was called scheduling sales and Troy, Troy, Troy chose that name uh, because the point of it is that content could and should be driving sales for your business. Obviously, I'm hoping this post and podcast will drive some awareness for Mavericks Club because it's, I was going to say, it's baller. I can't think of a great adjective right now. I'm hoping the fact that I've done a full post and podcast on it speaks volumes. Um, But let me just say, I had a ton of fun speaking, which probably comes as no surprise to you since I podcast and live stream. But outside of doing a few WordPress meetups, this was really my first time in this speaking in this type of a setting, right? I had a little mic over my ear, the whole good thing, the clicker um, for my slides. So from that, it is absolutely on the agenda. I would like to speak a few more times this year. And definitely took away some takeaways from that. 
And Troy has a framework he uses for presenting and really running the event, which is problem, promise, and proof. So that's how I structured the presentation. I also handed out the planner to everybody. Actually, Troy handed out the planner since I hadn't quite planned on when I would do that so they could reference it when we got to the planner pages in the presentation. Um, The samples I included from the planner, I just created the monthly campaigns page and the content strategy map, but I, I did them specific to agencies. So I, I guess I did have an agency. I never called it that. I don't know why. Um, but we did, we did websites. So I was able to pull pretty easily from that. Although I think I probably could do that. Anybody want to challenge me? Um, I could probably do that for most businesses is to create that monthly campaign, which goes into the strategy map, which then goes into your calendars. <clears throat> so I filled those in and I use those to show the progression and talked through the rest of the pages. And this again is, by the way, if you are a customer waiting on your planner, have no fear. These were printed really quickly and not at the quality you're getting due to the turnaround time. So I could hand them out. Your planners, I promise you, are coming soon. Third and final printer. We're just waiting on those samples. It will be shipping by the end of the month, latest beginning of March, but they're on their way. (laughs) Here's where it gets a little bit interesting. We had a little bit of comic relief. I also realized I'm pretty good at thinking on my feet. Not that I thought I wasn't, but this was, I I would guess this kind of stuff happens. I mean, little curveballs are thrown at you when you speak. So I had used Troy's master slides and I thought I had deleted the slides I didn't need. Apparently not, or I don't know what where Troy had actually made a couple of edits to my slides and not to any of the copy, but maybe I, I think I'd put like three bullet points on one and he made three separate slides, which is funny. I don't know why I did that. I think I was getting worried that it was going to be too long, the presentation. And so because I had 45 minutes, I wanted to make sure um, that I kept it which really like clicking the button for two more slides is not going to make or break it. I've got to practice. I get it. Um, But (laughs) this was so funny. As I got towards what I thought was the end, up comes three different slides that say outcome number one, outcome number two, and outcome number three. And I looked at Troy and I was like, did you you want me to to speak to these? (laughs) It was so funny. He's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, all right, well, outcome number one. And so I gave three outcomes for why they needed a content strategy. It was really funny. And then I think another one came up that's a day one or something. And they were part of sort of the recap of the broad overview. (laughs) I think at one point I'm like, I'm getting ready to punch you. (laughs) It was funny. The cool thing about it (laughs) is, first of all, everything is content, right? I'm sharing that with you now. And you just need to show up. It also, this little comic relief bit, fortunately was at the end. So I'd already delivered the majority of the content, but it also connected me with the audience and it provided a little bit of comic relief, right? So the fact that how I handled it, and then also when I was like, I kind of want to punch you right now, people saw one, we are friends and, and I'll talk to that in a second. And two, that, you know, it's okay to to just be yourself, really. Not that they needed that necessarily, but when presenting and when it comes to content, all of this ties together. My point in sharing the fact that we are friends, it was funny because I, I don't know, I'd walked over to the restroom with one of the, one of the women and and she said, I have to be honest with you. I was a little bit like, why is Kim here? She's not in Mavericks. And then she said, you know what? I trust Troy. If Troy wants her here, then obviously it's going to be great. So I don't think Troy would have invited me into that space if he didn't trust me there. So just a little non sequitur note, relationships matter. Um, So yeah, I just, uh, (laughs) it was pretty funny. And the other side effect of that, Christina Hawkins, who I've mentioned, is uh, a photographer. Well, she, I think photography is her hobby. She had this beautiful camera. She took a boatload of pictures of me speaking. (laughs) You guys, you know, have you ever seen any of the the still images from when I do a live stream? I'm always making this crazy animated face. Well, I don't know. I would say, I don't know. She took 40, 50 pictures. There's probably three that are usable where I'm not making a weird face or doing something funny with my hands. So 
I need to practice. I get it. I also need to slow down, especially when I'm getting excited or telling a story. Because that was the other thing I did is as I was walking through the content planner, I pulled in a story every opportunity I could get because it makes it relatable and people hear it and they feel something. So you guys story sell, which I'm going to get into a little bit more. So the rest of day two, remember how I told you day one, then we had the strategizing your business, all those points. So the rest of day two, after I spoke was panning for gold. And that was a really hefty session. Your first draft, your flight plan. And then they had a live LinkedIn expert session. It was done. They streamed it live via Zoom and it was broadcast. And I apologize. I don't remember the guy's name. I I know it was Bellamy was his last name because all I could think of was Bill Bellamy from uh, MTV years ago. Anyways, um, I'm probably not sharing these in order, but the flight plan piece I'm referring to is twofold. The dashboards that are created for Mavericks when they join, which I'm going to explain in a minute, and the flight plan. You see his theme here, right? Maver- it's all this whole flight thing. Um, so what happens when people join Mavericks, they set up a business dashboard for them. And I don't, I, I just got to see screenshots and heard about it, right? So I believe there is a Google sheet that has all the relevant columns and calculations done. They set it up for you. So you're going to go ahead, you fill in your your Google sheet it connects to some software that then monitors and gives you data. And the Mavericks do this weekly. So they're looking at their business. And this is really revenue-based, which we need to be looking at our numbers, right? I This is the kind of stuff, you guys, that when I was watching this, and I did include, I know, I'm sorry, another blurred out picture, but you'll get an idea. And this is the one that I'm going to use colored pens on. But I was thinking about this and I'm like, you know, if you're doing a high level coaching, mentorship, mastermind, something, if people don't have the numbers to fill in with some of these, and I don't mean like specifics, but there should be a barrier of entry, which I believe Mavericks has. So there should be a barrier of entry that you're making so much a month, you have X amount recurring, or you're making enough a month that is, you know, part of a regular, um, maybe not recurring, but your business maybe has a trend or whatever, then there's a couple other elements in that. And again, it's not my information, so I don't want to share it all. But I just thought, wow, what would that look like? How much more success would people have if when they joined something, they met the criteria, and then they were taught how to measure and grow that, right? As part of what you're doing. It just blew me away. Go to the post. You can just go to kimdoyle.com forward slash 28. Uh, and look at the photos. So my takeaways and thoughts for day two. So I'm not going to reiterate all the help Kim needs to do or practice with speaking, uh, but they're definitely a priority as you hear me tripping over my words today. (laughs) But I also got great feedback on the planners and not simply that people loved them because as much as I love hearing that, it's not necessarily going to help us create the best product. Obviously we have the minimum viable product. We've got the first version out, but we're going to add to it. And by getting feedback, we know where people need help. But based on my conversations with a lot of the Mavericks, they're not creating much content right now, uh, which is not a judgment. That was why they said they needed help. Um, But that can also contribute to a feeling of overwhelm when presented with the planner. Cause it's like, Oh my God, I'm supposed to fill this thing. Right? So it gave me a ton of insight into content training and and how we can do this specifically for different markets. The other cool thing was I got some feedback on, oh, would you want to license this or white label it? And any agency owners out there, I will tell you, Jody and I have talked briefly about this, but we're definitely looking at white labeling this, where we literally print it with your logo, your stuff on it for your clients. Um, of course, it would have to be like an NDA that you're not going to sell it or anything, but um, that that's something we're looking at. So for my business, I had this realization, you guys, as I was writing the post out that I ended up with the same takeaways from the first day, but in how it applies to my products as opposed to my business as a whole. So example, I need to standardize the products. 
processes, templates, and frameworks. So the fact that I'm talking and teaching content marketing, content strategy, can I create templates and frameworks to give with products to my members um, as as training? Whatever that looks like free, I don't know. But an answer, of course, is yes. Uh, so I can absolutely standardize that stuff. And then the same thing, massive clarity. I can drill down deeper, like I was explaining with the content planner. Okay, what is the content strategy map? And and drill down deeper into each of the elements on that page, which is, I mean, I can take one page then and create, you know, eight to 10 pieces of content that's training. Maybe I create a, a we, we do some micro courses or something. I don't know. But when I looked at that, I'm like, okay, we can just go deeper. At the same time, the, the simplifying and the clarity piece of that comes from staying focused. Like I said, right? I'm keeping things simple because everything is going to be based on the planner. Everything's based on the planner. Anything we do moving forward, it's going to support that. We are doing, uh, Jody's going to do the signature course with me. That'll essentially be our training. We might do a certification for that training and then refer people who want to go work as content strategists. There's a whole lot we can do there. But it was really cool to see that it was the same takeaways, but because we had drilled down deeper into the productizing piece on the second day, that (laughs) it just, it it was the same, which to me, I I was just like, wow, they know their stuff because I, I got it for the business, then I got it for the product, right? Problem, promise, proof. Um, I also, again, got that validation that stories are where it's at. It was just tons of validation. And of course, more validation that the Mavericks Club is a group of high caliber people. And when I say that, you guys, I mean, they're action takers, their businesses are doing well. They're super smart people. And they're a ton of fun. Very, very great group of people. Um, Troy summarized the day and did another preview of what was coming Friday. Then we all went out to dinner Thursday night, which is when I told Troy that more people need to know about Mavericks. I was like, dude, I'm in awe. He's like, really, really? And then we just, yeah. So um, and because I think when you're in it, yeah, you think what you're doing is good and, and it's how you run your business. But I think, which he said to me, I do believe being on the outside of not having been in, in, in his stuff that to say, oh my gosh, this is a new standard for me. Friday day three, this is getting long. Sorry. Friday day three was all about implementation. I love this. And yeah, I know you guys want a traffic update again. So I got there an hour early (laughs) again. Uh, Traffic was better, but I grabbed my coffee and I got to relax a bit. Troy started the day off with a recap, some updates, and then he passed out a calendar. And I did put a picture of the calendar in the post. I am, you know, (laughs) after Troy sees this before it's published, it will either be in or not or blurred. But shared a calendar of Mavericks that includes all the events in the training. And they do three live events, two are going to be in Santa Monica. They've got this all dialed, which I thought was great that they're even, they've coordinated and set up a uh, storage unit in Santa Monica. So they don't need to ship all the stuff back and forth. Very, very smart. And then one is in Thailand. Um, I believe he said it might be you know, the dates might change in terms of Santa Monica versus Thailand because of weather. <laughs> Poor Troy comes to California thinking he's getting sunny beachy weather in February and it rained a lot. Um, but Friday really was just working on stuff. So I had some great conversations with people. I almost completely mapped out the upcoming signature course. And I've also included a map of that that I did in WriteMapper. It's called WriteMapper.io, by the way. And I I don't think it, it might be Mac only. I don't remember off the top of my head. I apologize. Excuse me. But I just soaked everything in. And because of my gushing the night before about how phenomenal I thought everything was at dinner, uh, Troy asked me if I'd be up for sharing that feedback with the group as well. And again, keep in mind, you guys, they're already members. I didn't need to sell them. But to be able to share my experience from an outside perspective and drive home my impressions, um, that's got to make them feel good. And Yeah, 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 good. We made good decisions. And I think anytime you hear validation for a choice you've made, it feels good, right? So of course, I was delighted to share that. And lastly, was the WP Elevation live on Saturday. 
It was not part of the Mavericks Club event, like I said, but the Mavericks stayed through Saturday. So I got to hang with my new pals a little bit longer. Literally, these just a great group of people. Um, and I'm not going to go into as much detail here since many of you are familiar with WP Elevation. If you're not, there are plenty of places to, I will link to WP Elevation, of course, in the post and in the show notes. Um, but it's not a it's not a best kept secret. I think Mavericks is a best kept secret, to be honest with you. Um, but this was structured in a way to provide additional training to members of WP Elevation. I don't know, um, and I'm not going to worry about clarifying this, although I will happily share it when they do it next time. I'm not sure if it was open to people who aren't members, but maybe are interested. Um, but it was training for WP Elevation and then to give members of WP Elevation sort of a sneak peek into Mavericks Club, which was done brilliantly. So the Mavericks branding was left up, which was super smart, and it all looked so good. And they provided workbooks and lanyards for all the attendees as well. Of course, I included a screenshot, um, a photo in there. So there was WP Elevation branding and there was Mavericks branding, right? And the WP Elevation people obviously (laughs) got their branding. Uh, Troy kicked off the morning. He did some training and then he had a couple, uh, three speakers throughout the day. So Chris Lemma spoke on selling stories. That was great. Selling through stories, excuse me. We're not selling essays and short stories. Uh, Dana Malstaff spoke on growing a Facebook group organically, and she gave us some great tips that I'll be implementing. I am really hoping to have her on the podcast. I was, she was not on my radar. Uh, not that that's saying anything, but uh, just powerhouse. She runs the brand Boss Mom, I believe. Uh, so she was fantastic. And Adam Preezer spoke about growing his YouTube channel to 96,000 people and sharing some of the journeys and launch, launching cart flows. So if you're not familiar with Adam, he's of WP Crafter. He's got a huge YouTube channel, how to do this with WordPress. I don't, you know, how to do this, how to tutorials. And then cart flows is a brand new product he launched over uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday that basically takes WooCommerce and turns it sort of into a click funnels for lack of a better explanation. Um, and Adam and I hadn't ever chatted um, in person. So that was great. We got to connect at dinner um, then, but both Dana and Adam sessions were done in an interview style. So they were like sitting up in, you know, taller chairs in front of the room and ended with a Q and a, and, You know, it's just Troy is totally in his element in that. And meaning he knows these people, he's got a relationship, he knows what he wants to know and what's going to flow. And they were great. They were just fantastic. Um, All three speakers were fantastic. Troy also had a few of the Maverick members get up and share their experience throughout the training, which I have no doubt helped position then what happened at lunch which lunch was on your own unless you wanted to stay and hear more about Mavericks Club. And he let me stay in the room. (laughs) I'm like, hey, can I stay and watch? He's like, yeah. (laughs) Um, And unbeknownst to him, I also piped in with my experience of the last few days as the observer, right? And I'm like, can I just share one little thing? (laughs) You know, so, um, and it truly, you guys, it, it just came from being floored at the value, the quality, the 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 content, the show, it's just ah, like happy heart, right? <laughs> so uh, that's why I jumped in and piped in. I'd say there were probably about 20 people who stayed in the room at lunch to learn more about Mavericks, a few of whom pre-qualified themselves as not being ready for Mavericks and politely excused themselves. Troy had this planned out. He sat down at a round table. He mapped out what's included, what it looks like. And he said, look, if you don't think you're in this place before we get into pricing, you know, I'd, I'd love to ask you to go, go ahead and take your lunch and, and head out. He said it very <laughs> politely. I'm not saying it so politely. Um, but, you know, so a handful of people did that, which to me, it was great because it's really not for someone who is in the early stages of their business. So Troy and his team did a great job in positioning Mavericks for people so that they would be able to self-identify this is more than I am ready for at this point. So, you know, I know a handful of people picked up applications for Mavericks because it's not an automatic in. There's a strategic process for vetting people who are interested, but it really was a privilege to be able to watch and experience this process. I know I snuck outside, you know, afterwards 
Troy needed to get lunch. And so everybody kind of went up to soak up the half an hour of sunshine we had that day. I was talking with the gal and she's like, I'm definitely doing it. And, you know, so people just know because they've also come up through the ranks with him. And part of my mission, and I I keep saying this jokingly, so please take this with a grain of salt, where I keep saying I'm going to pimp Troy is because I think what he's doing with Mavericks is so, so relevant to any business online. I mean, to have a structure and a foundation and templates and processes, but to also then be taught in a systematic manner that helps you step into it when you're ready and when you've completed the prior step. I I, I just, <laughs> it's literally one plus one equals two. All right, now that you've got two, how can we take two plus two and make it to four? I just, I know that sounds super goofy and simple, but it is what it is. So um, Saturday evening ended with a VIP dinner out and it was a great way to end such an amazing week. So let's go ahead and wrap this all up because holy moly, whew, plus my dogs want to get out of the office. So again, you guys, it was a phenomenal week. It was, I, I think it's twofold. So, and this is not to take anything away from them. I think I am ready for this, if that makes sense. I'm at a place in my life, in my business, where I could totally hold this and 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 absorb the just the wisdom, the teaching, the community, all of it. And so I think I was ripe for this, for lack of a better explanation. And it was stellar. But I have a completely new set of expectations for mentors and masterminds. Really, you guys, raise the bar. First and foremost, I know for me, I want something tangible. And I'll explain that. And I'll tell you also that Troy and his team completely over-delivered on that. And I'm not just talking about swag and workbooks. That's not what I mean. But to have, I can't tell you guys how many times he opened, they use Slack, went into a Slack. Yep, we've got a process for that. I'll make sure you guys have that. Here's this link, or I've already created that. Here's this, that, that kind of stuff, right? But the event was planned and structured and choreographed. That's the word I think I was looking for earlier. But it was choreographed in a way that you were like, wow, I was taught this. I related it to my business. I did the work. I've got a product. I mean, there were so many ahas and oh my gosh, I know exactly what I need to do or I need to stop doing this. It was it was gold. It wasn't just motivation and I'm stuck on this one thing. It's making sure and I'll tell you the flight plans because I do believe a lot of the Mavericks already had their flight plans. So it wasn't about coming up with new things to start getting into and pushing. It was like, are you on on your are you following the plan you've created? Are you on task? How do we get you back on track? So all of that was gold, but really, really raise the bar. So um for me, I like that tangible takeaway, right? I don't want to just have the privilege of hearing a mentor talk at me. And mind you, I'm not saying they need to do work for me. I'm not looking for implementation, right? I think when you get to the mentor mastermind level, you need to be able to manage your own implementation, have a team, or you get help in hiring people to help you with implementation. That is not the role of a mentor in in this type of environment. But if you're thinking about joining a mastermind or hiring a mentor, I would recommend that you come up with your own criteria because we all need different things at different times. But if you base it on a model of a scorecard like Mavericks, where you're like, okay, is is my wheel lopsided? It's going to be a lot easier, but come up with your own criteria. I would speak to people who have gotten results from said mentor or mastermind Or the other piece, because at some point, all of those groups need to start because they're new. Make sure you know exactly what you're getting for your money. What does a call look like? What does training look like? What does a live event look like? What should I walk away with? And, you know, I don't know, all of that stuff can change. But I think going into it with clear expectations, on both sides. What do you expect to give get out of it? What are you expected to give to it? Because the best plan means nothing if you don't do the work, right? So that's my two cents on 
on hoping to shed some light on mentors and masterminds. Uh, I drove home Sunday morning. I, it's so funny. I, I was thinking, to, I had said to my daughter, I'm like, maybe I'll drive home Saturday after dinner. She's like, no. She said, that is such a long drive at night by herself. She's done it a couple of times. And so I'm like, what am I doing? And I'm just, I'll come home. I kid you know, there's one night we were both in bed. She had been sick and we were both in bed at like 8.30. I think we were both out, I don't know, by 9.30. <laughs> oh, goodness. See what having to get up and get ready and do my hair every day does? Just kidding. But um, so I drove home Sunday morning in sort of a dazed state. I can't tell you how many different things I tried to listen to on the way home. I had started re-listening to the brand story. I mentioned that on the way down. I had listened to it before. Um, but I think my brain was just like, don't put any more information in here, please. Um, I believe I got through one complete podcast, but I really spent the rest of the time hopping around from podcast to book to music. I got home. I unpacked, said hi. My son was off to work, hung out with my dogs, took a bath, and climbed in bed and watched TV for a while. I just was like, I've got to check out. Um, but outside of the business takeaways and the clarity gained, which is pretty priceless in and of itself, right? I felt some huge personal wins. So first, I did continue with only my black coffee until noon all week. I officially made it 30 days. I did break that on Sunday morning on the drive home, but I jumped right back into it today. So I'm not beating myself up. It is. And, and my commitment was 30 days. So to my mentor, so that's great. Uh, so that felt really good. And as much as I'm not where I want to be with my weight, I know that I'm on the right path. And I did not let that get in the way of this opportunity or stop me from showing up. That was a massive victory for me. It also, the whole event also reminded me that it is so vitally important to connect with people in person. It, it just is. It doesn't matter if it's a small meetup of six people. There is something about getting together in person that you can't get over Zoom or Skype or whatever, right? And yes, I get to hang out with Jody in person at the end of March. Next month, we're going to another event. I, You'll hear more about that later. But in addition to new friendships, there's something so powerful about connecting with like-minded people. The other piece is that you get this outside perspective on what you're doing, even if it's just to validate that, yes, you're focused and you're on the right path, which is what I experienced. But to wrap this all up, I'm, I've got a few bullets for you, and I'm totally going to borrow from Oprah, because here's what I know for sure. And if you don't know what that is, she ends every uh, magazine of hers. Here's what I know for sure that my pivot to content marketing is absolutely what I'm supposed to be doing. People want and need help with content strategy. Showing up is really the first step. People do not care what you look like when your heart, your intention, and your energy is in the right place. The easier you make things, the more successful you can be. I am all about clarity and simplification this year. Stepping out of your comfort zone usually pays off. And lastly, it's going to be a great freaking year, you guys. I, I'm i just, I'm really high off of last week. And I haven't talked to Tori about this, um, but my intention is to join Mavericks. I, I have to get past this first phase with the planner. I want to get through March, getting the signature course, all, all that stuff taken care of. But my intention is to be a Maverick for the next event. It's been a long time. I would uh, almost three, yeah, three, three years since I've been in any sort of coaching, mentorship, any of that. Um, but this is this is a great group of people. I like the processes and all of that, and I think it can take me where I want to go with the planner, with Jody, all of that. So, <laughs> and it would be all for the planner brand. So we would do it together, which I haven't talked to her about. So hello, I'll be talking to her tomorrow. Um, but anyways, um, I'm excited, you guys. It was fantastic. I'm so glad I did it. Um, and just Troy, Simon, Max, it was great to hang out with you guys. Kudos to everything you have created and built. And thank you to all of the Mavericks who just opened your hearts to me being there this week with you guys. It was truly an honor and a joy. Um, 
That's all I've got, you guys. As always, thank you so much for listening. I love you tons. If you've not left a review, please do so. If anything I have said makes sense to you or you want to know more, I'm happy to hop on a call with you. And whether that's about Mavericks or the whole templates and framework, that's what I'm looking for feedback on and drilling down and providing those. So have a fantastic rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening, and we will catch you next time.